You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, We'll keep taking your calls, 888-957-9570. John McClain, Houston Chronicle in a half hour. D'Amico Ryans, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, those questions and more with him. Kyle Shanahan will speak. We'll carry it live here in just about an hour. We're calling it Red and Gold Reaction. Brought to you by Zenny, the official eyewear of the San Francisco 49ers. Shop from over 3,000 styles at 80% off retail prices exclusively at zenny.com. And Willard and Dibs is also brought to you by calhope.org. Kyle in for Dibs today. And guess who's in as well? Uh, apparently making it just a, a daily thing over here with Doc Pandia. But this is the official cleared to play. We're taking you inside the tent. Get you updated on the latest injuries in the Bay and proud to partner with UCSF Health in this segment. And bring in Associate Professor of Orthopedic Surgery, Dr. Naraf Pandia. Doc, hello again. Good. How are you doing? It's, it's, been, it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a long time. Does it feel less like an emergency today than it did yesterday? <laughs> Yeah, there's a little bit of calm. Well, after the reports this morning, now there seems to be an emergency again. But it seems, it seems hopefully it will be calm. Can I start with that? I would love for you to speak on the level of responsibility for sports orthopedic surgeons who speak in media with regard to what they see over a television set. Yeah, I, I think the key thing is that we all, for all of us who kind of do this injury analysis, you always have to preface by saying, I haven't examined this patient. I haven't looked at his MRI. I haven't, you know, I don't know the inside medical knowledge. This is just my opinion based on my experience and what I see. I think where it gets difficult and what I think a lot of the, you know, especially with social media now is that someone gives an opinion and everyone assumes that this is the person who's actually taking care of him, seen his MRI scans, et cetera. So I think there is a responsibility for us to do this to say, look, I'm not actually taking my, I'm not looking at this patient. I'm not looking at the MRI scan. I simply am giving my opinion about what the possibilities are, but the team physician, his medical staff, are the ones who are determining what treatment he's going to need. To give our listeners the background, uh, Dan Patrick's show earlier today, uh, the doctor, and again, what's the guy's name? I keep not even wanting to acknowledge it. Uh, Dr. Addicts uh, comes on uh, the Dan Patrick show and take a listen, says this. Everybody kind of wants to say, oh, maybe it's just partial. You know, they're hoping that the next doctor will tell them they don't need surgery. I mean, looking at the hit, looking at his absolute inability to throw the ball, it looks to me like uh, he needs surgery. He needs Tommy John surgery. And, you know, it generally is a year, you know. I mean, Steven Strasburg came back in a year in baseball. We had Jake DeLome came back in just over a year, actually. He was hurt in week three and then came back the following season, had probably his best year after he had Tommy John. So it's not that I don't think he'll be able to come back and play well. It's just that it may completely make next season not an option. Okay, so, Doc, I've listened to you and others enough to know that there are two different kinds of surgery. I don't think anybody's saying Brock doesn't need surgery. It's just whether it's a repair versus a reconstruction. But, but I, I mean, do you concur with what you heard there, or what's your take? I mean, I think really what it comes down to is that the determination of what you do with this, whether even if it's not surgery, what type of surgery, is what the ligament actually looks like 
on an MRI and then what it looks like during the time of surgery. So they're going to make the best decision for him long term, but there's no reason to do a Tommy John surgery if the ligament actually looks pretty good and you can repair it on an MRI. There's also no reason to go down the surgery route if this new MRI or if it gets more imaging shows that actually, you know, this is a partial tear. So I think absolutely you have to kind of take all the information into consideration and none of us know what the ligament actually looks like on MRI and what it'll look like during surgery. And that's going to determine what it is for him long term. So I think it's very hard, particularly with these kind of injuries, to base it off a of video or what people say. It's what you're seeing in there when you're in surgery and what the MRI looks like, which none of us will know until, you know, a couple days after his surgery. So we're, get that done. so we're waiting on some Brock Purdy news, but Trey Lance yesterday offered some news on his uh, surgically repaired ankle. He said his boot will be off. This week, he's hoping to be fully cleared in three and three and a half, three to three and a half weeks, and then a hundred percent by by OTAs in June. Is is that about right for him to be fully recovered? Like, do you foresee him having any restrictions once he does take the field? I think as long as he continues on this progress, it doesn't have any setbacks. And I think that for patients who generally have this kind of procedure done, yes, he should absolutely be back as long as he's able to get his strength back. Clearly, we know that the bone has to be healed because he wouldn't take the things out unless his bone was healed. And any source of irritation that that kind of plate screws, whatever he had in there was causing, has not been dealt with. So I think it does set up well for the next several months to basically be ready unless he has some lingering soreness or some sort of muscle issue develops. Um, but just knowing in general, when you look at all people who have this kind of ankle injury, um, they get back and he's right on the timeline to get back right at, at that time point. So I think that he's got enough time to recover enough time to get his confidence back um and i think he should be ready for otas barring any kind of setback that may unexpectedly arise doc it's not just back i I, one thing i've wondered is because trey lance was you know at least billed as this quarterback who was going to use his legs so much is there any reason to think that he won't not just be back but like the full mobility and full speed that he had as a college player is that all expected to return that, no, that's a great question. That's hard. That, that is really hard to predict. I mean, I think you look at the, the two players that we know recently who've had that with quarterbacks. I mean, Derek Carr had that with the forty uh, with the Raiders, um, and he kind of took him a year or two to get his mobility back. And we saw Dak Prescott. You know, he had kind of a similar type of ankle injury, and, and most of the time they do get their mobility back. You do see it more a year two. Um, this first season, you may be seeing a little bit hesitancy in terms of that explosiveness and getting out of the pocket. Um, but I think that by year two, hopefully, if he's still with the 49ers, you'll see that. But I think there will be definitely a ramp-up period where he'll be potentially more in the pocket as opposed to being as explosive, just simply due to the fact that it takes a while to get that confidence back, that mobility, that strength to play at that level. When NFL players go into the offseason, what is there some kind of balance that players need to strike between, you know, conditioning and strength training versus like injury maintenance like can you overdo off-season training and and yeah. to the point that it it increases your injury risk no absolutely yeah i mean i think in general i mean we have this concept like you need to be working out all the time i think just like we're kind of seeing with load management in nba there's there's a lot of power to the body in terms of resting um more so than even what you may definitely gain from working out so i think in general when football players are coming into the off-season you obviously get your structural injuries taken care of. But in general, you need a good six to eight weeks just to let your soft tissues to heal. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're just laying around on the couch. There's this concept of active rest where you're doing other things. You're, you're swimming, you're biking, you're doing other things to maintain that degree of kind of fitness while not stressing the joints. And then you do definitely want to get your body ready for football shape. And one of the things we saw in the, in the kind of the COVID short season where there wasn't a lot of 
preseason uh, kind of work in was that you see all these like ACL injuries, all these big injuries happening the first couple weeks of the season because no one had a ramp up period. So it is a balance. You spend the first half of the off season kind of letting your body calm down, making sure you're not getting into those soft tissue issues re-aggravated. But then you do need to kind of work yourself in so that you're not suddenly getting a huge amount of load come OTAs and then getting all those injuries again. Uh, hey, Doc, real quick before you go, did you see anything in Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes that you think will have an effect on the Super Bowl? I think both of them, actually. I think Jalen Hurts, I mean, even though he, he did well against the defense, you could see him grimacing and not necessarily, like, every time he got hit a little bit, his shoulder seemed to be bothering him, you know, a little subtle thing. So um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that impacts him in two weeks. Um, Mahomes, you, could, you saw some clips of him limping and things like that. I think given the fact that he was actually able to play a week after a high ankle sprain, I think in two weeks from now he's going to be totally fine. So I think we'll have a better chance of seeing a good Mahomes. Maybe still a little residual issue for Hurts in the Super Bowl. Okay, good stuff. Hey, Doc, as always, thank you so much, and we promise not to call you tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely, no problem, guys. All right, thanks, Doc. And actually, I I, I take that back. Who knows what yeah, the heck? No I mean, bro, Brock Purdy news could come out, and what this is gonna, the first guy that we're going to call? Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 